0: Welcome to a new episode of The Simpsons Did It. I'm your host, Steven Skolansky.
1: And I'm your co host, Robert Skolansky.
0: And today we're going to be talking about our favorite cat and mouse duo. And I'm talking about Tom and Jerry. No, wait. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's not it's Tom and she, Jerry. Is, it, Tom is, and it Garf- is, is there a mouse that goes with Garfield? There is. I don't remember his name. But he's he's like the little squeaky guy who always walks into the room. And Garfield never wants to catch him because yeah. he like always sits there and and no, it's not Garfield and the mouse, whatever his name no. is. It's 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 Itchy and uh, Scratchy. They fight. They and fight. And fight and fight and fight. <laughs> exactly. Now, for those of you that don't know. Because I think we went over this before on a podcast when, like, Itchy and Scratchy first, like, made their first appearance. Yeah. But for the record straight, let's just make sure people know Itchy is the mouse.
1: Yep. And Scratchy, Scratchy is
0: the cat. cat. Yep. So just want to make sure everyone is on the same page, because I know some people just don't remember or don't I think about it. I could never
1: remember, to be honest. Exactly.
0: Yeah, so I just want to make sure everyone, throughout this episode, we get uh, the animal roles.
1: There you go. Correct. For animals.
0: Animal roles.
1: Uh All right. air date was uh, December 20th, 1990.
0: That's right. And a uh, so. little little recap here. Actually, so I think, just to let everyone know, I think this was the last episode for uh, 1990. Yeah, I believe it was. Because the next week is yeah, New Year's and they don't order. So yep. uh, this is the last episode for 1990. Okay, so a quick recap. March protests over cartoon violence lead to a cultural renaissance in Springfield. Mostly for the kids, but...
1: Yeah. Uh, Chalkboard gag this week? I will not pledge allegiance to Bart. I will pledge allegiance to Bart.
0: (laughs) He is like a god to little kids everywhere.
1: Uh, I'm assuming they were doing the Pledge of Allegiance, and instead of saying, I pledge allegiance to the flag, he said, I pledge allegiance to Bart.
0: Yep. I mean, I would hang Bart from a flagpole and... I'm assuming they make Bart flags. Oh, I'm sure they do. Now, the only person I've ever seen run up a flagpole in The Simpsons, I think, so far was Milhouse. Yes. And I I don't know if Bart being pranked by Nelson and them was ever run up a flagpole. So we'll keep an eye out for that. But I know Milhouse for sure was run up a flagpole. Yeah. All right. So the couch gag. Simpsons run in to find their couch gone. Who stole their couch? There There was a theft well, it could have been Grandpa, because he got upset that he got woken up the last, last episode <laughs> so on the just, couch. So Grandpa just steals it, yeah. He stole the couch. He's like, you guys woke me up stealing your couch. But it was kind of funny how they all stood around and looked around like, where did it go? Our couch yeah. is gone.
1: Yeah. So, all we, right, uh, so we open
0: up the episode. Yeah, we do. And uh, Marge is making her uh, very favorite uh, dish for Homer, pork chops. With care. With care. I mean, she's using, like every ingredient on the planet on these things mm. i don't know if you need i mean i don't eat pork
1: no i don't eat pork either so
0: i don't know if it tastes that bad that you have to you know throw well, all those spices i, I, gotta, on
1: it. I gotta imagine it's kind of like cooking a steak
0: like yeah, you want you want flavors like throw a steak he, on the grill they they do but they maybe salt and pepper is mo- what most people put on steaks that's usually one. what i do but some people marinate yeah. steaks and yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you still
1: got to put flavor with the pork. I mean, I'm assuming you could cook the pork without flavor and taste just fine, but you still got to add the flavor to the meat.
0: Exactly. So Homer, you know, sees Marge using all the ingredients and he's like, you know what? I'm going to do something nice for you. I'm going to make you a spice rack. Aww, and so that's sweet. <laughs> have you ever tried to build a spice yep, rack? I have not. And I, it, at least the way Homer was supposed to be building it It looked relatively easy yeah we'll
1: we'll get to that in a second
0: yep so homer makes the spike rat uh for marge with tools he never uses he's like you know there's something i I have all these tools in my garage i might as well use them for something good and so we kind of cut to after homer heads out we cut to our uh first itchy and scratchy episode of the episode and it's entitled hold that feline uh, which is itchy and scratchy playing football. Scratchy goes down for a pass, and instead of a ball, he gets dynamite. Oh no, he gets was it dynamite? He gets exploded. Yep. Yeah, that's and the then, football one where yep. and the, uh and then he gets the, the football's
1: a dynamite.
0: Yep, and then he gets tackled by all the other players again because insult to injury. Yeah. Um. So then we cut back to the garage, and Homer has a lot of how-to books, an entire shelf of them. <laughs>
1: I love the the, fact that uh, one of the how to books is is, uh, how to make a Trojan horse. What what are we in the Roman
0: times? Just in case. Maybe he needs to sneak into the Flanders's for something. Yeah. Um, But if you guys notice very closely, Homer's hammer still has a price tag on it.
1: Because he never uses it. He bought it and he never
0: used it. I'm I i kind wanna wait for the first episode where all the stuff says property of Flanders on it. Cause <laughs> it seems like Homer has enough tools and stuff in his garage that he never uses. So I don't know why he'd have to borrow something from Ned, but yeah. it'll be I, I can't wait to actually see the, the episode where all of Ned Flanders property winds up in, in Homer's house. Yeah. And so I'll he built Yep. So he builds the spice rack really, really, really badly.
1: I love the, like, the, the picture in the book. It's, like, all nice, and it's, it's a cute spice rack, and then you look at Homer's. But Homer is proud of it.
0: Oh, I mean, he built something for the very first time. I guess when... What? you're, I guess when you're making something that you've never made before, and you're kind of following directions, Homer even said, you know, it's harder than he, than he thought it was. Yeah. But it, it turns out, I mean, that's kind of the nice thing. Marge, we'll mention later in the episode, Marge is actually using it, so she... Yeah you know, like the, the gift she liked that yep. he, you know, expressed interest in what she does. Yeah. Um, and he is, yeah, he's proud of it, even though it looked horrible.
1: So, uh, afterwards, uh, so by the way, so when Homer enters the garage, you see stairs and oh, after yeah. Homer makes his spice rack, Maggie is on those stairs with a mallet hits Homer in the head. Homer falls down, pulls, a. Uh, curtain i guess maybe that hides like tools or whatever and spills paint and uh it's in reference to uh uh psycho which is an excellent movie but yep. as you know as we mentioned you know why why are there stairs like is there an
0: upstairs in their garage no that's that's <laughs> the weird part like when homer walks into the garage from the kitchen when we see him leave he walks straight into the kitchen you see the door swing open yeah, but you see the, the stairs side. though. Yeah, I went but back. Where the, but where are the stairs going? They don't To the
1: upstairs of the garage? The attic? Yeah. No, because I... the attic is upstairs.
0: Exactly. I do they have they... a tiny do they have a tiny attic in their garage? Okay. All right. Actually, let so I'm taking a look at my Simpsons house, my Lego yeah. Simpson house. And they're okay, so you take off the roof, there's nothing technically yeah. upstairs in a Lego house. But there is a window above the garage door. So there's a room Maybe. So, I mean, it would be tall enough for their room to be up there. So I wonder... So we're going to go back on our next episode when we either watch the intro or next time we see an exterior of the Simpson house. Uh, Uh, We'll take a look to see if there is that window. I guess I don't know why they put it on the Lego uh, (laughs) Simpson house if there wasn't really one there. So... Yeah, I guess we'll we'll take a quick peek at that and see if there really is. But I, I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, houses with yeah. rooms upstairs and garages. The stairs usually aren't necessarily in the garage. No, it's so, not really. I, I mean that now. Well, okay. So we, how many times have we seen Homer run into the garage or Bart? You know, at the beginning. And I've never seen stairs. I've never seen stairs, and maybe in the future episodes. They Homer actually does hang out in the garage quite a bit, so I'm we're gonna we're gonna see if this was just a movie moment type, probably the Psycho movie moment type thing that they just put in and maybe forgot about in the future. But I do like that there is a consistency to the Psycho theme song throughout the entire episode. Whenever Maggie tries to attack Homer, oh yeah, so that's it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So next up we have the next Itchy and Scratchy episode. Kitchen Cut-Ups. And it's just Itchy and Scratchy hitting each other with mallets.
1: Yeah. That's That's kind of funny. And then they go to the kitchen and Itchy has Scratchy like tied down to a table and he's trying to stab him. And while while they're watching Maggie, because like Marge is like, I don't know where Maggie gets this. And they're watching it and uh, Maggie grabs a pencil and comes at Homer with a stabby motion. And he freaks out, which I mean...
0: what is that? The psycho stabby. The psycho stabby. Was psycho psycho noise. We're we're. I don't know how to make it.
1: That is terrible.
0: Never do that again. It's close enough.
1: No, it's not
0: close enough. Okay, so but that so Marge sees it and picks picks Maggie up, and she's still doing the stabbing motion <laughs> with the pencil. Uh, but that, I love that. the fact that Marge is like, oh, this is where she's getting it, and we've seen in episodes past where they just let Maggie roam around the house. I feel like Marge and Homer are just horrible parents.
1: Yeah. I love the fact that after Marge is like, I'm taking your cartoons away. Lisa goes, but mom, if you take our cartoons away, we'll grow up without a sense of humor and be robots. I love Bart's reaction. Really? What kind of robots? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Humorless robots, Bart. That's who you're going to be. Because you can't watch cartoons.
0: Yep. I mean, I, Once again, I mean, we'll probably get to this throughout the episode, even at the end of the episode, but parents really need to be in charge of what their kids watch. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, our parents let us watch The Simpsons, but we both had friends whose parents wouldn't let them watch The Simpsons or other... Like, I even remember when South Park started on air, mom would let you watch it, but I got dragged out of the room. Cause she didn't think it was appropriate for me, which I mean, to be fair, that was, they came out in what 97, 98. So I was 11, 10, 11 years old when it came out, probably not quite age appropriate for me.
0: No, but I mean, Bard and Lisa are eight and 10 and they get to watch itchy and scratchy and have been watching it daily. That's true. You know, but maybe they shouldn't have been. Yes. And so that's and, and whenever you see Bart and Lisa doing anything, a lot of the times, especially watching TV, Marge and Homer are nowhere yeah. to be found. I, mean, I do, this, I this do thing.
1: like the other thing though is Maggie is what a year old. Let's just say a year, year old. Is yep. she really picking up stuff on television? Like I don't know. I mean, you have a two year old. Does he imitate stuff on television
0: yet? No, I mean he he really doesn't. I mean we don't show. I mean to be fair though, we don't show him violent anything you like, show him we cartoons though but but nothing violent That's but true. i mean now some of the stuff that he doesn't necessarily let's say imitate but we'll show him a documentary about sharks and sharks will be eating fish yeah and he'll sometimes go over to our fish tank and say shark eat fish or oh. <laughs> i but he's or, also two exactly. he's not one so he's putting he's putting stuff together as as a two-year-old yeah and and still learning stuff but we don't show him itchy and scratchy or really anything violent some of the stuff he's still scared like the the biggest example is finding nemo at the begin when the mom gets eaten he he's scared of that scene he likes finding nemo pretty much the rest of the (laughs) way through but
1: but he can't handle the mom getting eaten by the shark
0: well yes disney for you disney but but uh that's I mean, as a one-year-old, no. I mean, as a one-year-old, did we watch let my kid watch TV? No, he was not. I mean, maybe sports. That is probably really about it that he was physically in front of the TV for. Yeah. But other than that, at one, he wasn't watching anything on TV. Although so. to be fair, he's pretty good with a hockey stick. Oh, he is because I let him watch hockey. So. <laughs> See, oh, so maybe oh, he is. So he is a little bit impressionable. Yeah. You're you're right because I'll tell you this before he watched hockey. He was holding the stick wrong and doing stuff wrong. <laughs> I didn't to be completely honest, I didn't really show him. And what the one time I did try to show him how to hold a hockey stick, he was like, don't no." And I was like, "Okay, fine. Do what you want. Yeah. Watch some hockey on TV." I swear, a week later, he's holding a hockey stick correctly and hitting it and So I and, guess maybe
1: one-year-old brains aren't impressionable. Yeah. So maybe um, a little bit so after after that exchange, we cut to the schoolyard, and Milhouse and Nelson feel really bad for Bart because you know they can't he can't watch Itchy and Scratchy, which I felt bad for my friends when they couldn't watch episodes of shows that I liked, even though they yep. never really saw it. but so Milhouse suggests uh, watching Itchy and Scratchy at his house, which I think I had friends over who weren't allowed to watch like The Simpsons or other cartoons, and we watched it at our house. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, same with Ben. Ben always did that uh, a lot, too. He would always come over to our house and watch The Simpsons. And I mean, it'd be funny. I'd be over there for a sleepover. and be like, oh, The Simpsons are on in bed. Like, I can't watch The Simpsons. (laughs) What are you, crazy? Oh, yeah. It was the same thing when I went over
1: to my buddy Joey's house. Like, oh, let's watch The Simpsons. I can't watch The Simpsons. But the funny thing is, he wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons, but we are allowed to play violent video games.
0: See that's that's so weird. And th- <laughs> but that's like, kind of the theme throughout this entire episode. It's like you're either taking one one from something else and replacing it with another thing. There's always some sort of violence coming in, unless your parents are a hundred percent. You know, it's it's yeah. or or make good choices because even our parents, at least for me, let me listen to Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two and stuff at ten. And, yeah, man, I didn't really. I
1: mean, the only time I ever listened to that stuff was when you were listening to it. I do remember a time where, I don't know if you still listen to Eminem, but you, you did listen to Eminem a little bit growing up. Oh, and, I did in
0: middle school. Absolutely. Uh,
1: and, and I remember you played it one day and I was, you know, we were hanging out listening to it and uh, I think our mom was home and she yelled at you to turn it off and never play it again.
0: <laughs> probably, but. but well, I think it was because
1: I was in the room.
0: Yes. So, so if, if parents are allowing it now, I never really started my swearing streak until I was definitely older. And I didn't really swear in front of our parents. I was able to keep it in check. Now I can't,
1: but. Oh yeah. Well, I think the first time I ever swore in front of our parents, I think I was like 12 or 13.
0: That'd be my fault. Maybe. Uh, Okay. I think. All right. So let's get back on track here. (laughs) So so they're going over to their respective friends' houses to watch it. And it's working out. And I like how. Uh, Bart and Lisa lie to their mom and dad, or you know, Marge and Homer. Oh, we're going over to Janie's to study, and yeah. Millhouse. Bart's like, we're going over to Millhouse to watch birds.
1: No, to play baseball. I thought.
0: Oh, was Lisa watching birds? One of no. them was watching birds.
1: No, that was later on.
0: Yes. Oh, am I am I skipping ahead a little You're bit? You're
1: skipping ahead. So okay. I do like the fact that Homer calls into work because he got hit by Maggie, and the yep. supervisor doesn't believe him. It's the worst excuse you've ever had, and Homer's like, "I don't think
0: it's the worst." Yeah, I like it. You heard me. I won't be in for the rest of the week. Then he's like, "I told you, my baby beat me up." <laughs> I mean, oh, it's oh, it's not the worst excuse I've ever thought of.
1: To be fair, so... <laughs> I don't think Homer should have used that excuse.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's for ridicule when you... Uh...
1: Although, although to be fair, later on, we do see fathers who've gotten beaten up by their babies,
0: so... Yep, and so Marge, you know, watches uh, next episode, and, is you know, Homer sitting on the couch, you know, resting. Yeah. They watch an episode, Messenger of Death. Yep. Um scratchy just or itchy just or yeah itchy just shoots scratchy in the face with a bazooka gun <laughs> and i like i like how she's just taking notes uh on this and homer's in the background he's like you know some of these stories are pretty good i never knew <laughs> mice like uh mice live such interesting lives <laughs> <Blowing> <laughs> yeah i mean that's pretty interesting right yeah i mean It kind of goes back to kind of our joke at the beginning of the episode when I said Tom and Jerry, because a lot of this stuff is just it's basically Tom and Jerry, and this stuff is from the 60s, so I would
1: say more violent than Tom and Jerry.
0: I don't know, man. Jerry crashing uh, Scratchy's head with an anvil. I feel like, I know Scratchy's used dynamite a few times here and there.
1: But uh, did Jerry really use, I mean, he used like kitchen knives. Jerry Ah,
0: used dynamite, kitchen knives, hatchets, Oh, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was, I would say, almost, I mean, maybe not as violent because they didn't, you know, rip Scratchy's blood or Tom's guts out and <laughs> yeah. display him everywhere. There was there was no blood. Okay, yes. so let's say there was no blood or disemboweling from Tom and Jerry, and yeah. that's why this has a little bit of a leg up. But yep. overall, same theory. So you're talking 60s and 70s yep. and 90s. And, I mean, our parents seem to grow up fine watching Daffy Duck you know, get his beak blown off by Bugs Bunny and Elmer. I'd like Bunny to time point
1: time out again. though, the like Looney Tunes. And I feel like for us when we watched it and I don't think our our parents ever really said, Oh yeah, this is fake. I think we just came to that conclusion on our own. It's like, it's so outlandish. It's like, it's animals, you know, beating each other up that I know like I would never imitate Looney Tunes. I mean, I might to a certain degree, but not like in a way where I'd be violent.
0: Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be
1: violent about it. But I also understood that it was a cartoon and it was fake.
0: Yes, and that's where a lot of a lot of uh, parents need to at least if they're going to allow their kids to watch it, you know, let them know, hey, this is a cartoon. If you're thinking your kid might act out, yeah, just letting him know, hey, this is fake. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so Marge watches the next episode, which is unnamed. Yeah, uh, di- dynamite fries blows his head up, and then <laughs> yeah. Marge's like, "What kind of warped human being would find that funny?" And, and then Hoover's in the background, background just laughing. I mean, to be fair, it's funny. It is funny. That's the <laughs> joke. Um, so, so, Marge's list of complaints is hilarious. um She writes, "Cat's blown up three times, mice launched one." Now, I saw that. I'm like, "Mice launched? Did Scratchy win one that we didn't get to see?" Maybe every
1: like 20 episodes, Scratchy wins once, but we never get to see it.
0: I know. It's so. Except for that one. Remember the one episode where it's like, this is the episode where Scratchy finally gets it, gets itchy. And then they unplug the TV.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, do- do-
0: and then there's Dogs Tricked, too. You never see. Poochie isn't around yet, so I don't know what dog he's talking about. Yeah. And then Gopher's Buried Alive, too. Can
1: you really. But here's the thing. Can you really bury a gopher alive? Because don't they kind of <laughs> live underground?
0: <laughs> they do. So you really um, can't bury a gro-
1: growfer, gopher
0: under uh, alive. Exactly. And then there's eyes knocked out, three. Okay. Reasonable. Yep. Disembowelings, two. Reasonable. Yep. And brains slammed in car door. One. I know. So th- this must have been one where, like, they're driving. Yeah. And uh, itchy like slams uh, or maybe cuts itchy's like cap off, like his head top of his head off. His brain flops out, and then Scratch just starts slamming it in the door. Maybe
1: so. Marge decides uh, she's gonna write a letter from the Mar- from the mind of Marge. And the first person we see with the letter, so they're doing like the voiceover where Marge is reading it or like writing it but reading it out loud. And Krusty just has the piece of paper and he's turning it because. Krusty's illiterate. Why, why exactly. Krusty would get it, though, I feel like if you're going to send a letter to a studio head or to a studio, you're going to send it to the studio head. You're not going to send it to what? the guy on TV, the animator, and the studio head. You're
0: going to write one letter, I feel like. Exactly. I, I thought it was so weird that Krusty and Roger Myers both got one. So if you guys want to know, so the letter read... Dear purveyors of senseless violence, <laughs> I know this may sound silly at first, but I believe that the cartoons you show on are, uh, to our children are influencing their behavior in a negative way. Please try to tone down the psychotic violence <laughs> in your otherwise fine programming. Yours truly, Marge Simpson. Now, so <laughs> apparently she, likes... she thinks the rest of the Crusty co- the Clown show it's is fine. good. It's fine. So apparently Sideshow Bob getting shot out of a cannon, perfectly fine. fine. Scratchy being shot out of a cannon, not fine. Not fine.
1: Uh, This is also our first appearance of Roger Myers, the studio head that does the Krusty the Clown show. So that's kind of neat. We'll see see him a few more times. What was that?
0: Yep. I like how he has has his own, like, I don't know if it's necessarily attached to the Krustyland Studios, but it's his own building in uh, Itchy and Scratchy International. Which yeah. is kind of funny. I figured it would be in the same in the same building.
1: So uh uh So he writes a letter back, calls Marge a screwball. He's like, Oh, what can one screwball do? And Marge is like, All right, I'm gonna start protesting. <laughs> you never I'll show never... you what one screwball could do. I, I don't think it's a good idea to call somebody a screwball when they write you a letter. And it seems that the letter that Marge wrote was perfectly professional. Like, she didn't call any names. She was she's like, stop the violence. Or tone down the violence.
0: Exactly. Now, this is our second instance on The Simpsons where a character writes a letter. Okay. And we had Ned Flanders um, during the oh, putting yes. episode. This yep. one from Marge. And her stationery reads, from the mind of Marge. Hmm. And, and I've been skipping ahead a little bit. This is not our last uh, memo pad that has a oh. has a header. Um. So, Mar. Yep. So, Marge starts a protest, and Marge's sign says, "I'm protecting. I'm protesting, um, protesting because Itchy and Scratchy are indirectly responsible <laughs> for my husband being hit on the head with a mallet. Indirectly. So, there's your
1: first mistake. It's your fault. And when we were talking about this episode, you know, before we started the podcast. This episode reminds me so much of the South Park movie where the kids go to see a profanity-laced movie and the parents blame Canada instead of blaming themselves. And this reminds me so much of this because Homer and Marge can control what Bart and Lisa watch. The parents can control what their kids watch. There's, you know, child locks for TV, you know,
0: I don't, what is it called? Well, it's just parental control. Yeah. I mean I mean I've set up enough like Roku devices and Amazon fire sticks and stuff like that where you it's a four digit code. You can enter it in yeah. to let your kids watch what you want, and you could you don't know, say they're not allowed to watch anything under T V thirteen or T V yeah. PG or whatever, so that way you know.
1: So uh, Maggie's Maggie's there and she has a sign. Clearly she didn't write this. Stop me before I kill my father again.
0: And obviously, she didn't kill her father. Yes. She um, tried. But then, she tried twice. Yep. That we know of. And Bart and Lisa have banned itchy and scratchy signs. But then just after that, Bart scratches writes the word don't ban don't. itchy and scratchy. Because <laughs> it's it. his favorite show. Exactly. He doesn't want to ban it. And, and Homer's then, yep.
1: sign says please ban violent cartoons. Next time, I might not be so lucky.
0: Oh, there's there's I mean, not just...
1: correlation there. I guess there is because if Maggie sees it, then she's gonna try. My question is, why does Maggie target Homer?
0: Well, he's the one in the room, I guess. No, I mean, well, I guess she she went there, out but... of her
1: way. She went out of her way to attack Homer in the garage. <laughs> I uh,
0: she secretly hates him. Clearly, uh, it's kind of like Stewie and Lois. Maybe Maggie has this thing against Homer. Maybe, could be. We don't could know. No. Nope. Um. So then, uh, Reverend Lovejoy's wife shows up, and says, "What are you guys doing?" Oh, we're you know trying to get uh, itchy and scratchy changed, and she's like, "Oh, we got our protest. S N U H.
1: Springfieldians for nonviolence, understanding, and helping. Yep. Snu. I, Snu. Uh, that's not a good acronym.
0: No, I I don't think Marge took uh much work into creating that.
1: No. So this is where Bart and Lisa lie to Marge about going to their friends' houses to do other activities, which they can't watch itchy and scratchy at their own house, so they're gonna lie about, oh yeah, millhouse and I were gonna go play catch. And Lisa was like, Jeannie and I are gonna, you know, enjoy time because life is fleeting. And yep, Marge and- is like,
0: okay, have fun, kids. And the funny thing about it is Marge and Homer are at the protest. They could have went home yeah. and watched it. Maybe they can
1: track what they watch, but probably not because it's, no, the, it's the 90s. Yep,
0: maybe, but have... here's
1: the thing. Maybe maybe Marge knows what time it is. And so she knows this is the time that Krusty the Clown is on. So if they had said, oh yeah, we're going home, she would get suspicious and go home to catch them.
0: Yeah. So now Uh, the uh, protest gets a little bit larger, and we see a few more signs. Uh, Mo has one that says, bring back uh, wagon train.
1: I have no idea. I just thought it was funny.
0: I thought it was like the bandwagon. Like, you know, maybe not. Like the wagon train, it's a bandwagon. He's joining the bandwagon. I have no idea. Maybe. Maybe it's a TV
1: show that aired sometime.
0: Maybe. And then there's there's another sign. I didn't put it in our notes, but... Uh. It's, uh, what if they blew up a cat and nobody laughed?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I did see that.
0: That was another sign, um, in the crowd. Yeah. Um, so now we see, um, they went to go to the Krusty the Clown show just to boo them? I, <laughs> I, I don't know what studio would allow a group of protesters into the audience? I mean, they can
1: control who comes in.
0: Exactly. Like, I I don't know why you would say, yeah, sure, come in and protest and boo, because we know you're going to do that.
1: So, to go to backtrack just a second, Wagon Train was a 1957 TV show about adventures of a wagon train traveling from Missouri to California.
0: Must have aired on uh, that network that Krusty is on.
1: Maybe. Uh, NBC and ABC. All right. So...
0: Um, so there I did go. skip. I did skip one thing. So uh, TV dinners are still bad.
1: Oh yeah, and uh, Homer's uh, like, I got to be married to Jane Fonda because Jane Fonda was actually known to do a lot of protesting.
0: Yep, I, that's a, that's a pretty good reference they threw in. So once again, just another reference that the writers and the older people on staff probably knew and yep. thought was funny. And <laughs> now I, it's I so dated. I know, but it's I I, I would like to actually think what the writers and the studio was thinking for age demographic like was it that 18 to 49 that they were shooting for or
1: Bonda's how old i,
0: I think, think she's got, still well, alive now right? she, yeah i think now she's probably in her 60s, 70s or 80s maybe but i i feel like the demographic is so widespread for this show and just to throw some of the some of the moments in there that well when this
1: episode aired she had just turned Well, she was just about to turn 63 years old okay so i'm gonna go with their demographic was not teenagers and kids
0: no but if you look at it like finding nemo or any disney movie they always throw adult references in that oh absolutely so that that was probably what they were going for in this instance
1: so oh, after it, uh, after they appear on uh, the snuh appears on Krusty the Clown, they uh, the right the animators like or I'm sorry Roger Myers wanted to like insert margin and the animators like how do I do that and so Itchy and Scratchy are hitting each other with mallets and we get Screwball March who is a squirrel to come
0: in and break it up and then don't they like they both hit him hit her head with a baseball bat yeah like a home run. That that was Marge's last straw. That was, before that, we just forgot to mention. So this was the first appearance of Corporal Punishment.
1: I think it's the only appearance of Corporal (laughs) Punishment. Also, this is the first appearance of Sideshow Mel. He doesn't speak or anything. He blows the whistle, but this is his first appearance.
0: Yep. So Marge gets really upset and decides to go on uh, SmartLine. Yep. And uh, Ken Brockman's like, hello, I'm Ken Brockman, and welcome to another edition of SmartLine. Are cartoons, cartoons too violent for children? Most people would say, no, of course not. <laughs> what kind of stupid question is that? But one woman says yes.
1: And we have Mark, her here right
0: now. <laughs> Mark Simpson. Oh, and, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny how no one except a mother what? that wants to protect her kids that, once again, doesn't stop her kid from watching it because she lets Maggie <laughs> literally run around the house freewheeling.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, I do uh, like that they got Doctor Marvin Monroe, where yep. he's in Vienna, which is the home of Sigmund Freud. He wasn't born there, but uh, that's kind of where he made his name. There's a university there, so. But I like I love how he's Dr. going Marvin on like Monroe.
0: sabbatical or something. Yeah, how he's going on like sabbatical or something, like just all over the world. Yeah, they kind of talk to Roger Myers and they talk to Mar to talk to Marvin Monroe. Marvin Monroe's like, dude, I, I curl up with a bucket of popcorn and watch it and scratchy. Yeah. I don't know what your guys' problem is.
1: I do I do like Roger Myers' debate point was uh there the Crusades happened before violence on TV. There is there's always been violence. And I kinda actually use that argument when people say Oh, kids shouldn't be playing violent video games. We've had violence for as long as humans been on the earth. Really. Yeah.
0: I mean it's everywhere. I mean, you watch it on the news. You watch that's, but that's kind of the funny thing. Like people are so afraid of video games and TV shows causing violence, where if you sit at six o'clock and watch the news with your kids, they're going to see some violence on the TV anyway.
1: Yeah, I do. You're... It's so funny when they go to crusty, they're like crusty, your thoughts. And he just goes insane in front of the camera. He's like, I can't well, help it. When an, there's a camera on me, I gotta, I gotta
0: act. Yeah. He's an entertainer. And I don't know so, why they had Krusty did, the Clown yeah. on
1: there anyways. He just airs the yeah. episode. Like, why are they yeah. involving Krusty the Clown? It's the only I part of this sh- this episode I don't get. They send him a letter. They bring him on SmartLine. What is the point? Yeah,
0: he's not the guy you want. He's just the entertainer. Yep. So, Roger Myers and team gets a mountain of hate mail. I mean, Some it's, of it's really, wrong, man. really crazy hate mail, man. Yeah. Um, so one other thing that we forgot to mention about Sana, is they do have a rally cry when they're out protesting. It's uh, substantially less violence in children's programming. That's their that's their chant. That sounds terrible. So they so they don't care about. So they just want less violence. Yeah,
1: I think that's a reasonable request.
0: Yeah, I mean, just not as much. Maybe they were like, you know what? We've seen the Looney Tunes. Yeah, they blow stuff up and are violent, but no one's bloody and. And gory or anything. Let's let's yeah. tone it down to Looney Tunes level instead of this. Yeah. Maybe that's what they were just going for.
1: So we go back to the Simpsons' house. And as you mentioned before, Marge hung up Homer's horrible spice rack. And it is yes, is god-awful. Now, my question is, how long does it stay there through the seasons?
0: I'm guessing it falls off the wall after this episode. And then... <laughs> That's the only thing I can think. We'll keep an eye out in their kitchen to see if it's if it stays. But yeah. I mean spices are falling out of it.
1: Yeah. So, um, Homer so we go back the to kids. the TV.
0: Yep. They're all sitting in front of the TV, ready for Marge's, you know, refreshed or rebooted, itchy and Well, Shetty. no, they
1: were watching an infomercial about a pow- about a yes, power tool that can do it. all this stuff, and obviously Homer wants it. And she switches the TV to Krusty the Clown and the kids are like, oh, we can watch cartoons right. again. She's like, Yeah, yeah, you can because you know, Roger Myers and team was like, okay, we're going to tone down the violence and we get um, itchy and scratchy porch pals. And this is the creepiest thing I have probably ever witnessed in my life because their voices are like high pitched, higher yep. pitched. And it's just, it's just so creepy.
0: And they never, and they're not supposed to talk. So scratchy no. like, lemonade. <laughs> exactly. That's how it sounds. It's so creepy. It's perfect for Halloween. I made Don't it just. <laughs> God, stop. I made it just for stop. you. It's so creepy. You are my best friend. It's so creepy. Mm, this really hits the spot, <laughs> so doesn't bad. it? Though and you then, make me real. You make really good lemonade, Scratchy. So thank creepy. you,
1: Itchy. <laughs> so creepy. And then Maggie <laughs> brings Maggie brings uh, Homer a cup of lemonade, but before he takes it, he freaks out because you know. Maggie's tried to kill him numerous times this episode,
0: but then he takes the lemonade. Yep, exactly. So, obviously, I think the point was just to say, you know what? Kids can be influenced by TV. Should you let them watch everything? (laughs) No. 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 But kids can be influenced, which is kind of what they're showing in the episode.
1: So, all the kids of Springfield are like, all right, this is horrible. Turn off the TVs, head out in the world. We get a montage of. Kids doing things. Nelson apparently is whitewashing a fence. I missed that part of the montage.
0: Yeah, he's like like Tom Sawyer. He's in the overalls uh, with the button down, and his friends come up and all start whitewashing a fence, which was pretty funny. And,
1: and they're then, sitting around the dinner table, and Bart's like, "Oh yeah, we went fishing, and we almost caught a fish this big." And Lisa and Janie went bird watching. This is where they that, did that.
0: That's where they did that. Yep. And I like I like how the continuation of Bart liking to fish is yeah. still. Present in in uh, canon. Yeah. Well, he's not gonna. Um, he's but, not gonna stop. Exactly. So now we get David. Um, from statue. Italy. Michelangelo's David. David statue is going on a coast to coast tour of the USA. Uh, New York, Springfield, and if there's time, Chicago, Boston, and L.A. <laughs> why? Why? I wouldn't necessarily call that. A... I don't... <laughs> well, coast to coast, you go uh, from
1: New York to L.A. But the fact that they say if there's time, then it's not really coast to coast.
0: Yes. Well, okay, you start in New York you end in L.A. That's technically coast to coast. But they said if there's time, Chicago, Boston, L.A. So where? Okay, so now once again, we pose the question, where the hell is Springfield? Is Springfield on the West Coast now? Because it's got to be. But then you
1: wouldn't go to New York, then to Springfield, then to the Midwest, and then to Boston, then L.A., You'd go exactly. you go New York, Boston, <laughs> Chicago LA.
0: Yeah. I don't Unless,
1: know. I, it's I it's crazy.
0: Yep, and so the Springfield uh, the Springfielders that hated itchy and scratchy come to Marge's door and yep. are like, Hey, we gotta protest David coming to Springfield. And yep. Marge is soft on full frontal. It's a
1: statue, it's
0: art. Yes, it is. And I've been to Italy and I actually got to see David firsthand. Oh, Jealous. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. Jealous. Now yeah. it is. Now it is. To be to, to now to be fair, this is not just a statue in in the middle of a museum. This thing is like plexiglassed oh, off, yeah. it's, I mean, it's really protected at the museum. I mean, it's kind of cool just to be able to see it and stuff like yep. that. But yeah, it's not one of those uh, um, statues in a museum where you get to go up. Not you would obviously never touch a statue in a museum, oh, but no. it's not one that you could physically walk up to. Was it wearing clothes. pants? It, it was not wearing pants like in The Simpsons. <laughs> so yeah, they I take
1: think, a picture of it and to cover up, you know, the bottom half of David, they gave it pants.
0: But I also like that in one of the shots, David had arms, which oh, David it does doesn't. not have arms. Which so I thought they,
1: was yeah. really
0: weird. Yeah. Oh, it's on Smartline. So on the picture on Smartline, the photo showed David with arms and pants.
1: Weird. So. They, they do another episode of SmartLine, and Marge is like, actually, I have no problem with this. And Kent Brockman's, all right, well, next on SmartLine, which religion is the one true faith? Now, I have to say something because this is TV-related. Kent mentions to the affiliates that they are ending early. So my question is, is SmartLine, A, live? It has to be. And B, is Springfield a national hub? Because <laughs> because here's the thing, when I, you know, I work in television, when the 5.30 rolls around, at almost every station, except for uh, the local Fox affiliate up here, because they have an hour from 5 to 6, does a national news segment. Now, obviously, this is a talk show,
0: so would you really end early? I, I, I don't know. I mean, cut to a new episode of H.E. and Scratchy now that Marge, <laughs> you know, got yeah. shut down. Like... I don't know. It's, it's, I mean it's it, really it, weird.
1: It's Springfield, and, who knows.
0: And being and being in TV, I don't think you'd ever have a segment on your news program uh for which religion is is the right No, thing.
1: but I will say uh one of the TV stations I worked for in Madison, they actually do a talking head segment for politics. Now, obviously they bring somebody from both sides. And that usually is timed out. If it ends early, that's not a problem because you have other things to fill time with. With this, it seems to me that it's a national show, so if you're ending early, that's not necessarily a good thing unless you're on one of those twenty-four hour news networks.
0: Yep. Now, one thing I did have to point out before we uh, go to the the last part of the episode. So when Reverend Lovejoy's uh, Helen Lovejoy comes to the door, Marge's like, "That's Michelangelo's David." It's a masterpiece. Hell, love, it's filth. It's graphically portrays parts of the human body, which practical as they may be, are evil. <laughs> so
1: you can't have practical and evil. <laughs> no, It's contradictory. So, especially in the,
0: so especially in the Catholic faith, I it, they don't know. I mean, I don't know nowadays, but in the early days, it's like no protection whatsoever. We gotta have as many kids as possible.
1: Well, and in the and in Christianity in general, that. Uh procreation was strictly to marriage. Like you weren't supposed to do anything until oh, before marriage.
0: marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, it is funny that she's like, it's practical, but apparently it's evil.
1: Yeah. So now so, all the kids are back indoors. We get one last itchy and scratchy episode.
0: Yep. And their kids are happy. They're back to their mm-hmm. daily routine. And I and I notice, if you notice, Maggie's not in the room anymore.
1: But, no, 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 because I watched the episode, Maggie picks up a dart gun and shoots Homer's picture.
0: But she was, I don't think she wasn't physically in the room watching that last episode.
1: She had to have been. Was she? She had to have been if she's imitating it.
0: Oh, I guess so. I guess we yeah. don't see her on camera. No, we don't she's see her on camera,
1: it. but I bet she's in the room because she picks up a dart gun and shoots Homer in the head. They with never it. Well, a picture of Homer in the head.
0: Yep. And so to close out the episode, Homer and Marge are at the Springfield Museum where literally no one is. Yep. To go see the David and Homer, you know, makes a joke so oh this is great. I like being here and Marge's like, Oh, I just wish the kids could see and Homer's like (laughs) (laughs) the kids are being forced to go see David on a field trip. Now here's the thing
1: though, with field trips, a parent could say, No, my kid's not gonna go see
0: this Nope, they yeah, they would have to get a permission well any field trip for any school, it doesn't matter where you're going, zoo, museum, anything. You you get a permission slip signed by the yeah, by your parents. So, so they
1: wouldn't yes. necessarily be forced. Now they are doing a field trip, and usually with field trips, if there's kids who can't go or don't get their permission slip signed in time, there's always like a teacher that stays back in the school, anyways. Yes, to make so. for
0: all the kids that don't get the permission slip signed. Yes. So, final thoughts. Well, I do love itchy blowing up scratchy <laughs> on numerous times. It's, yes, I, I love this episode because it's the only episode i think across the board where we get to see multiple episodes of itchy and scratchy yep um it highlights something in the 90s that i know we went through a lot um mm-hmm. uh, you know vi i mean this was kind of the initial i mean i don't know honestly in the 60s 70s 80s if parents had this much input in violence on tv i don't think they did i have no idea but but in the 90s, it was hit pretty hard. It was like kids were doing stupid things because of things they saw on TV on, with video games. Yeah. And it was a really cool introduction to say, okay, you know what? This is what can happen. But I think there is a really big moral to this story saying, you know what? Watch what your kids are watching on TV
1: mm-hmm.
0: and go out there and make sure it happens. Um it's definitely not one of my favorite episodes. I'm just going to go with a four Mm, sprinkles Uh,
1: to piggy, to piggyback off you. I, I really like this episode. I, I enjoy South park and a lot of their new stuff is social commentary. And this is one of the few Simpsons episodes that they've made where they actually do social commentary. I don't know why they chose this time and this place to do it, but it sends a very good message to parents. Hey, watch what your kids are watching and be mindful of yep. what they're watching. Cause it's really your fault. It's not the kids faults and it's not the TV networks faults for putting out shows like itchy and scratchy. They there, that's the content they made and it's up to the parents to do their due diligence and do their research. Like Marge did. She did her research and she found the show was very violent yep. and she should have known that beforehand to be well, fair. Exac-
0: exactly. So, and, and- and I
1: I really I really enjoy social commentary episodes because I find them fascinating. Uh, I'm gonna go with a five. Everything's coming up Millhouse because to be honest, the show is, this episode's really good. The jokes land. I love the protest signs. Those are amazing. The psycho reference is really good. I think it's a very well rounded episode, and it's a social commentary episode which I. Thoroughly enjoy those. So I'm going to go with a five. Everything's coming up, Millhouse.
0: And lastly, if you have a one-year-old home, don't leave them by themselves anywhere in your home. <laughs> Homes are dangerous. Don't Yes, don't as, as Lonely
1: Island taught us, couches and furniture are killing machines.
0: Exactly. All right. So um, <laughs> la- we'll finish up. <laughs> I like it. All Thank right. You. We'll finish up with our character profile for Roger Myers. Nice. So, his profession is chairman of Itchy and Scratchy International, which we actually learn later on that there is a uh, Paris. Paris. So we do, we do, fe- we do learn that Itchy and Scratchy is indeed a national brand. So is Itchy and Scratchy kind of like a Mickey Mouse kind of organization? I would go down that road and say yes, but it is weird that they're only airing whatever five minute cartoons on Trusty really the Clown. It is odd. I mean we will learn in the future. We will learn in the future they do make a movie, but Yes. It is funny that there's it's just five minute episodes on uh, on a clown show with, with other skits and, and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. So well it's like Bozo the clown. It is. So I don't know how this is an international <laughs> company that I I really don't know. Nope. All right. So occupation, arrogant purveyor of senseless cartoon violence. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yep. Enjoys belittling the writing staff, particularly those who graduated from Harvard. Don't <laughs> yeah. know why any writing staff would
1: go to, Harvard. Go to uh, Harvard. That's a really that's a really specific thing because I I feel that most journalists and anybody in like a Hollywood type. You're going to a performance school or a school that teaches like what I did. I went to university here in Wisconsin, not Madison, and I learned communication skills and I translated that into television because I yep. you nope, know, that's what I went to school for.
0: So yeah, I don't know I don't get why he well maybe he wishes he went to Harvard and did it like possible. Harvard business Harvard business school and didn't get accepted. Possibly. Uh, Believes one protester cannot make a difference, no matter how big a screwball she is. (laughs) Wrong! Yep. And then hates being called a sleaze merchant. But does not necessarily deny it either.
1: What is a sleaze merchant? Is that just a merchant who's sleazy and overprices things?
0: Exactly. Well, look at all the interesting and merchandise. This stuff is uh, really expensive.
1: Yeah, sure is.
0: So, that was our... uh, Itchy and scratchy in March episode. It was fun. We learned we learned a lot. We did. I, I feel like this entire episode was like a PSA. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so, it was. All right. I hope you enjoyed our after school special PSA episode <laughs> of uh, The Simpsons Did It. Yes. So so until next time, I'm Steven Sklansky. I'm Robert Sklansky. And this has been The Simpsons Did It. Shh.